saw this in um, one of the Sports Illustrated articles in college basketball talking about coaching hot seats and what have you, and it was asking various questions. And In fact, Go Big Fred was mentioned and jobs to keep an eye on and had a little bit of praise at the end. Said uh, Coach Fred Hoiberg might be making his own decision, or I'm sorry, making uh, his decision very easy on his boss given the way that the Huskers are playing here as of late. So there's a little bit of praise there for Fred Hoiberg. It did ask a question that I think is an interesting one, John and Jimmy, and that is... And I agree with the question. You agree with the question? Oh, yeah. Is Chris Beard a guy that either A, already has Power 5 options, or maybe more importantly, is just going to find himself coaching at a, I would say, major college next year? Because I feel like the answer is obvious if I just said, is Chris Beard coaching college basketball next year? I feel like the answer would be yes. But I think the, maybe the more trickier question is, will he be coaching at a major program in 2023-24? Because remember, the charges that he was brought up on as far as uh, they were dropped, third-degree felony assault charges, and which subsequently led to his firing. Uh, those charges were dropped this past Wednesday. I, I think it's a tough question because the distaste for any sort of domestic violence is very high at this point, mm-hmm. which, you know, I, I don't disagree with that. Like, domestic violence is disgusting in all its forms. And, and there are no excuses. There are no there, excuses yeah. for it. So... I think public sentiment about it is is not out of line. Are we going with optics again? Are we getting back into the optics conversation again? You, it's got to be a program that is very strong in their convictions and has a pretty understanding fan base, honestly, because the court of public opinion already has made Chris Beard into a domestic abuser. Yeah, like the it. That's that's just how it is right now. It's like, the image. Sure. This guy choked his fiance. No matter if the charges, and I'm not saying I believe this, and I'm not yep. saying it's true. Was accused of doing this. He was accused of doing it, and there are many people who've already passed judgment on that situation. So for anyone to at a major institution to hire him at this point, I mean, they've got to have some serious assurances and confidence that it's not going to go south with their fans and public opinion, right? So this has got to be, you would think, it would have to be a pretty well-established program that has a pretty strong athletic director that's willing to put himself on the line, that's secure in his own position, right? Mm -hmm. Because... If you're an athletic director who maybe is on the rocks because you haven't made the greatest hires, Chris Beard is is a guy who has a cer- certain level of nuclear reactivity surrounding him. Are you going to especially put your, so soon? Are you going to put yourself in that position to where you're hinging your career on this guy who's already been accused of something heinous? Like I don't know. Let me throw two schools at you guys. This is according to the New York Post that he already might have some type of major interest. Georgetown? Nope. But close. Georgia Tech or Ole Miss? I picture it being in the South where he'd end up getting hired. 
What are you saying, Jimmy? <laughs> Let's. I just picture him. Listen, he's not a Big Ten coach. He was in the Big 12. So it's funny you say that, Jimmy. I picture him more south, more like southwest. Not going to coach in the Pac-12. I'm just talking from uh, where he's been. Well, Robert hits us up in the Equitable Bank inbox and even says, what about Ohio State? I That did cross my mind. Yeah. I, 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 but that fits what John was talking about. Strong athletic director. Robert says uh, West Virginia, if Huggins retires, Ohio State. And again, that's another good one. Big Chris, 12. Chris Holtman. It's not good there. Uh, said Oklahoma, Moser just is not a Big 12 fit. I don't I don't think Porter Moser is going anywhere. Yeah, they're not going to pull the plug this uh, Kentucky, if Coach Cal leaves. Uh, yeah, the Coach K- Cal leaving. The Kentucky one, I think, does probably hold a little bit more hesitation with the circumstances, I think Kentucky... Because Kentucky's not in a desperate spot. Right, They yeah. can get yeah. anybody they want. Yeah. It's still Kentucky basketball. I, I would agree with Robert. Ohio State would be interesting if you decide to part ways with Chris Holtman. West Virginia is the one I'm most intrigued with with him. Because, again, so I'm thinking places he's been in the past where yeah. it might fit in. So Big 12... Uh, I don't know if he's been in the SEC, but it's close enough to where recruiting ties and stuff like that. I think he'd be a good fit with some of those programs that would be open. Ohio State's interesting, but I don't I, I don't know. I, I can't picture him in the Big Ten. Well, like the Georgia Tech Ole Miss one. Uh, Georgia Tech, another good especially, one. Especially, yeah, Georgia Tech. Because, I mean, that used to have a pretty proud yep. basketball yep. tradition. Yeah. So, I I feel like it's more likely than not that he is at a major basketball program next year. And kind of like what we were talking about earlier with Alabama and the information that they may have that we're not privy to, the charges being dropped on Chris Beard, what exactly was said, what was not done to bring on the charges or go forward with them, I think is also, this is where I do think context matters. I really do, because I think there is always, as you pointed out, John, there's always going to be kind of that image of somebody that was at least accused of it. And remember, there was, you know, some, at least it was reported that there was some evidence that showed that there could have been some type of altercation. But then the, his fiance was kind of explaining away as, you know, he was more in self defense mode. And look, you know what? As, as much as we might roll our eyes at that, we know when it comes to domestic violence, both male and females can be victims of mm-hmm. that. So, again, what, what do we know and what can made, be made public, or at least whoever would hire him? I'm sure that they would have questions that about this. That would be this. part of the vetting process. Yeah, I'm sure they would have some, some major questions about this. Which goes back to what John said about a strong AD, just have a strong situation for yeah. to sort of withstand that because there's going to be some blowback. Sure. But in some ways, this goes back to the thing Gary brought up about Patino and St. John's. I know that's a completely different deal in conversation, but these are the discussions that have to be made if you're going to make such a mm-hmm. hire. Uh, for Chris Beard himself, because Chris Beard's a good coach. If if he's truly yeah. not guilty, and look, no charges, so he can't be guilty of it. Doesn't mean he's innocent of it. But for him personally, I would think the best decision for him is to go to a smaller, out-of-the-way, under-the-radar place for a couple of years. Rehab your image. Do the reclamation project. Keep your nose clean. Show you know, whatever level of contrition you need about the situation, and then you make it back into the big do you spotlight. Sit, do you sit out instead then? 
if say, I don't know say, that sitting out does it. But if you if you're able to sit out, kind of uh, again distance yourself from that. Maybe you're. I don't know. Maybe he's in a a platform where he is contributing to college basketball sports media. And maybe he's in. Maybe he has a platform to where he can sort of explain what happened. I, I don't. See, again, I, I don't like, know how I that like goes. John's idea: go because, somewhere for a couple years. It might actually be something he enjoys because be. you're not so much under the spotlight. You can go and just coach, it, and that that's that's very possible. But you talk about you know going from Texas Tech to Texas, and in a short time, Texas now going to another school where you're looking as just a stepping stone, not a you know an ultimate landing spot. There's a lot of moving going on with that. I'm yeah. not talking about just like, you know, physically like moving your family and this and that. I'm just talking about, you know, going from one place to another. You always know, kind of have that nomadic head coaching lifestyle where like I, Larry I, Brown? I, I would. Yeah, I would just be more curious on how it would be received to say Georgia Tech announced Chris Beard as their new head coach, like how that would be received and what type of vetting would it take place with that athletic department and how they could sort of also try to put everyone's mind at ease that they made the right hire, not just from a, a standpoint of wins and losses, but from a character standpoint too. Yeah, it look, it, it's a tough question and it's a tough situation whenever you're dealing with something like this, obviously. But for me, I don't know. I just, I feel like being in the media would even be worse than being a coach because now you're not just doing post-game press conferences. You're on the air talking and being a face for like every big game. You're, you're on all the time. Well, he doesn't have to be the college game day panel or anything like that. I'm just, you know, and I was just kind of throwing yeah. that out there of, you know, every time a coach takes like a year off, Usually they find themselves on a desk somewhere, at, sure. at, at least breaking down some type of game. I'm not I saying like he should be on the, the A squad or anything like that. Because but, the charges were dropped, it lends to what John said about going somewhere for a couple years and just coaching. It could even be one year because and, and, he is a damn good basketball coach. But it, perception's reality, and that's going to be the issue. And, and if he wants to jump back into the big stuff, I mean, fair, it's going to have to be again – a strong situation where they can sort of mitigate something like that. But I think the best decision would be to, I don't see, I Conference guess like USA, start over. Mountain yeah. West. Yeah, Mountain West is we, in a. And, and we, get, we have to hit a break here, but I, I, I've always wondered about this too. The fact that Texas was pretty quick to dismiss Chris Beard, you know, not to have him on paid administrative leave, you know, they could have done that longer, but to dismiss him as quickly as they did. I've always been under the impression that there was a little more friction with Chris Beard and the athletic office, right? I don't think you're making that decision based on, you know, getting maybe different variations of the accounts that took place. So you're saying maybe like, we don't actually like this guy very much. Uh, this is a good I, reason to I dump just, him. That's what my gut tells me is that there was something more friction wise where it felt like, hey, you know what? Now we finally have something that we can use. And I know that can be total conspiracy theorists. I just, Texas of all schools doesn't strike me as one to take swift action, especially when it sounded like the stories were sort of inconsistent. Here's one for you. They don't have an opening, but I, I you know, I've lived down there. I kind of know sort of how the climate was down there. What about Wichita State? Remember, they were really good. Obviously, you don't have to tell anyone in Omaha about that because that used to be like the rivalry in the Valley AAC. back in the day. Yep. And then they moved. 
and they've really taken a step down, yeah. which is a big deal to them because it's no longer about Wichita State baseball. Basketball has become the big thing at that school, but now you slide into sort of irrelevancy, and it, it kind of undoes a lot of what they mm-hmm. built. But that might be the type of yeah. deal there. The head there. coach doesn't have enough G's in his name anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if you could survive Greg Marshall, who is a piece of work, I mean, suddenly doesn't look so bad. Yeah. Uh, I do want to jump into this real quickly. And again, it's one of those lists that it's a list for list's sake. I don't know exactly how accurate it will be, but uh, Athlon threw out a, a way too early Big Ten quarterback ranking. And where does Nebraska fall on this list and what quarterback do they have listed? We'll get into that next. Also got Mike Schaefer coming up in just about 15 minutes. It's mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone.